feel like you always are so so positive and I see I, I see you as both a plethora of information theoretical but also full of real life knowledge and coming from a matured adult perspective who's really been through the ringer you know you've seen it you've done it and now you're here to share those experiences and you'll be able to help us dig deeper into understanding the crucial ins and outs of our four aspects of life. Whoa, that is high praise from my loving daughter, and I'm not even dead yet. She touched me so deeply a few minutes into the show that the tears just started to flow. I'm not much into talking about myself, but I do love discussing our mission to help aspiring young changemakers overcome the overwhelm of this difficult transition into the real world after graduation. Today, you'll hear a 17-minute synopsis for the roller coaster of my life and what I've learned along the way about achieving success in health, relationship, career, and money. Besides a free subscription to the Power Adulting Podcast, you can also move towards your own positive outcomes by getting our free Art of Adulting guidebook and taking our five-day challenge. Just go to poweradulting.com slash growth to get started. the Power Adulting Podcast, where we are hunting down the experiences, struggles, and golden nuggets of wisdom from our helpful guests. Stay tuned for an exciting weekly adventure that uncovers practical tips, tools, and tactics to get you from stuck in the muck to smashing your way through life's toughest roadblocks. Hello, hello. Welcome to our Who, What, Why intro series. So far, we've talked about the business, the podcast, who it's for, and so on. I think folks might want to know a little something about us in the process here before we get started too far along. Absolutely. Well, we are your hosts here. I'm Elle, and Dave just finished up speaking, and we're here together as a tag team. You know, we want to bring that older and younger perspectives together. And Dave has lived a, a good long life and is not even halfway done with it. You know, he's really had 40 <laughs> like plus years of experience in all areas of his life. He's well, well versed in the art of adulting boomer style. Coming from that boomer perspective, he's lived through a lot of things that uh, I wouldn't see. He, he went to college without a computer. Like what on earth? How on earth did you get through college without a computer? Google was my best now, friend. Wait a minute. There were computers, but we had to make punch cards to put in to the computer to make it work. I don't know what that means. That's like, I know you don't. me how to use a floppy disk. Like, I know what they look like, but <laughs> what was I supposed to do with it? He, he's seen, you know, the world change drastically in the last 20 years, let alone 40, 50, 60 years that he's been around. And he really brings a, a world of perspective that I, as a millennial, would just have no idea how to bring because obviously I've never seen it. I've never lived it. And during that time, he was able to do a lot of incredible business things that I'll talk about in a second. But the thing that's nearest and dearest to my heart is he, he raised two awesome kids. I am one of those kids, to let you in on a little secret, me and my young younger brother. And he had to go through a period of really rough, um, it was like a decade of, of really rough experiences. He lost his high school sweetheart and the love of his life, who is also my mother, to brain cancer when she was just 46 years young. She died within three months and went from being a, an active fitness instructor to brain dead in a hospital bed within 
three months, it was uh, traumatic for the both of us. And he was able to raise us totally on his own in Southern California. And it's just incredible because he, he sacrificed so, so much to take care of us on a single income. And he was always home for us after school, you know, when we got home. And so we're, we're working together as a, a dad-daughter duo. And this day today is June 4th, 2020. It's an actual very special day for us. Speaking of my mother, that is the day that we, we lost my mother to her brain cancer there. And she left this earth to meet her mother. And so we're really making this as a tribute to her. Yes. I wanted to add to, to that, that that was your idea. You are just this darling daughter. Awesome. As you said earlier, uh, this was your idea to make our launch date her special day and it brings tears to my eyes to uh, you know that you that you thought of that and that you think of her every year so anyway i don't want to interrupt and i i can't stop crying so it's it's go ahead well yeah we we've definitely been through a lot in the last now it'll be 16 years on our launch day and i feel like we've both grown dramatically in that process my little brother and i were 5 and 8 my brother is younger than i am so he was 5 i was 8 when when my mom passed suddenly from her brain tumor and like i said my dad sacrificed everything to make sure that that our life was didn't change much, you know, having to pay medical bills and all, all these crazy things that come along with medical and unfortunate situations. And, and yet we didn't know. We, we never would have realized it. So it's just us coming together. I don't think that she, you say that nothing really changed, but we all know better than that. I clearly was not a good mother. I could be a good dad, but uh, I <laughs> couldn't be a good mother. Uh, and so there was much that was missed out there. But uh, Well, you didn't sign up for it, you know, and so we all got to adapt. But as a 10-year-older, an 8-year-old, when this all happened, I mean, it felt normal. I still, I felt loved. And, you know, I felt like there, there was a reason and a purpose for it. And I just had to keep moving along. And having a, a supportive parent there to take on the role of two parents is just a huge undertaking, especially if anybody knows Southern California. It's not a cheap place to live. And we, we were able to still live comfortably and, and live normally and, and live our normal lives and, and try and learn and be the most normal children we, we could, you know, considering the, the stuff that has happened. And something that I'm just moved by is in that time, I, I don't feel like I've ever once heard Dave complain. My dad, he, he's just always so giving and, and so strong and always there to, to be that rock for us, even though obviously he was crumbling in the inside. I could only imagine losing my, my love. Like that would just crush me and I saw him cry maybe a handful of times in the last 15 years now is one of them uh, <laughs> but, but really it was uh, I can't just, stop. <laughs> just right before my mom passed I remember being at church and there were people praying and maybe we were in the hospital I'm not sure but it was just one of those times where I was like wow something something's really happening something powerful is happening like I didn't quite understand it at that time but seeing your father who was always that strong person breaking down, you realize that things are going to change. Life is taking a different direction. And just being able to have that strong mentor and that strong role model there has been incredible. He transitioning from the loss and, and the pain of losing his wife and my mom, he's had some great milestones recently. He became a Gramps 
to a cute little grandson named Lulu, who's my adorable nephew. Um, my little brother and his partner had the cutest little baby who looks identical to my brother. It's like mind blowing. And, <laughs> and he's just as pudgy. <laughs> oh, goodness. He's got the chonky face. But mind you, my, my brother now as an old older adult is the kid who can eat a pizza in a sitting and two hours later be hungry for more. And he's still thin as thin can be. So, you know, the pudge goes away and that's totally <laughs> fine. It makes a cute, cute baby. <laughs> And on top of my adorable little nephew, my dad has also entered the empty nesting stage. None of us kids are kids anymore. We've all grown up and and left and started doing our own things. And it's just been incredible to see that transition and my dad and I being able to work together here to start bringing some things that maybe we haven't talked about before and bringing them out into the open and sharing them with people so that we can grow as individuals because a life without learning isn't a life. You know, we need to continue learning throughout our life. And I feel like my dad's life shows a lot. We can look back past the struggles of the early 2000s when my mom died. And he has tons of life cred on top of this horrible, I would say, event that happened to my mother. He spent his uh, young adulting years digging into health. My, My mom and he both were health freaks. That was something that he was coined as a nickname back in the day. He survived cancer. It was testicular cancer, right? Or was it prostate cancer? Uh, Older folks get the prostate cancer generally. Uh, Yeah, this was the same as Lance Armstrong, uh, testicular cancer. So you were what, in your early 20s, mid 20s? No, late 20s uh, or uh, 30 uh, about. So it was a long process, a couple of years in there. So that was way before I was born. He um, went through that whole endeavor, surviving testicular cancer. And he'll share with you later the the pain of chemo and that mental anguish going through that. And right after my mom died, about a year and a half later, two years later, he had a heart attack and flatlined on our driveway. So so this man has just really seen, knocked on death's door and seen it. Nine lives. Apparently, maybe you're a cat. I'm not sure. Um, On top of it, he's been a gym owner. He's really always been into the health industry and the fitness industry. He's been a marketing specialist in this fitness industry for over 20 years. As you guys know, I was just talking about, he he really does have a great grasp on relationships. He's been married to my, well, he was married to my mom for 28 years, and she's still the love of his life. Hopefully, at some point, he can find another partner who can match her as... uh, equally, if not better than, you know, my mom could provide him as a teammate. And along the way, he raised us two millennials. And I would say, given the curveball thrown his way, he did it pretty dang well. I mean, I was a uh, rebellious and not a rule-abiding child. So he really did his best. (laughs) Did his best. And he taught us to read and write long before kindergarten. He he really imparted his wisdom upon us and, and tried to grow us from a very young age into wise adults questioning the world. And I wonder if maybe that's why I'm here questioning the way society works and the way adulting works and the fact that all of us are just lost puppy dogs trying to find our way. His career has just really... He's seen a roller coaster of career and in a good way. You know, he's been able to see the ins and outs of being a foreman at a, of a 
packing plant. So yeah, he was a community college student working uh, as that plum packing plant. Uh, that was at 17. Yeah, yeah, well, 18. 18 there, community college. And from there, he worked full time and was promoted to shoe store manager when he was attending Cal Poly Slow. And he paid for his college education straight out of his pocket. You know, like I was blessed to be able to to have different federal funds aiding me through my, my college. I couldn't imagine having to fork up that kind of money and pay for it on my own. And I do admire you for being able to do that. And he, he found a job, right? out of college, which I have failed to do. And it was working in the environmental recycling industry. But all things must come to an end. And he watched that company that he was really excited about just evaporate into bankruptcy. So he thought he had his nugget. He thought he had his little, uh, his lead. And yet he, he was pushed back to the beginning, just where kind of, I feel like a lot of us adults are. We think we're going one way and nope paths are changed and now you're back at the beginning. So he was faced with a big milestone decision during his career. He was either going to have to go down the corporate path, find a a job at a grocery store, another shoe store, something like that. Or he could fulfill an entrepreneurial passion of his. And keep in mind, at, at this time, the E word, entrepreneurial, was not popular. It wasn't even a thing. It we're, wasn't. We're, we're trained to go into this more factory type assembly line production as human beings. And so entrepreneurship was not a thing. And he was able to take this fork in the road, this crossroad, and really transition it into a, a learning and growth moment to become kind of an adult that he had no experience being, but he was going to give it his best shot and, and do it to the best of his ability. So yeah, his this is we've talked about health, relationships, career, and he also knows money. That's something that a lot of people struggle finding a balance with. It's either you have one wrong or you're you're messing up some of these categories. He's kind of got a handle on all four of these categories here, which is incredibly impressive. And I hope to one day be as experienced and and learn have this kind of uh, money management experience. He graduated with a degree in real estate and finance um, out of Cal Poly Slow. After what? What did you do? flunk out of med school that was what you what you did Yes, uh, that was not my passion, but my father's. I was weeded out from the men. The men were weeded out from the boys uh, with a genetics class. I uh, flunked. I've done that too, a time or two. It didn't, didn't totally push me off my path, but for me, it was only in the beginning. But obviously, it was a very good thing for you because it wasn't where you were destined to go. And so from there, after learning about this, this real estate and finance, he was able to spend a lot of decades managing rental properties. He we have a rental property that we've been managing for years, and it's been incredible to be able to be there with him and learn from him just because I, I lived life with him and was able to see these things come to fruition. It's not things that you, you learn in school. It's things that you learn through experience. And so also watching him manage his own stock portfolio and and really learn the value of money and the value of investing and these things that I love to spend my money. You know, that's something I absolutely love to do. And so learning from him, I'm finally at this age starting to realize, hey, maybe, you know, money should be saved for later. And these are incredible bits of knowledge that you have and that can be imparted on others. I mean, you would never re refer to yourself as an expert. I know that for, for one thing. But to me, you're definitely an expert. I see such value in the life that you've lived and the roller coaster of, of experiences that you've gone through and come out smiling.
I feel like you always are so, so positive and, and you see the world with the glass, I don't know if half full, I would say you see you see more as an opportunist rather than an optimist. How can I take this thing that good or bad and how can I transform it into something even better? And you see the opportunity within the things that a lot of people could see as negative or just life altering. You see some sort of positive there. And I see I, I see you as both a plethora of information theoretical, but also full of real life knowledge and coming from a matured adult perspective who's really been through the ringer. You know, you've seen it, you've done it, and now you're here to share those experiences and you'll be able to help us dig deeper into understanding the crucial ins and outs of our four aspects of life, which are health, relationships, career, and money. And through this help and the help of our guests, we're going to be able to explore things that maybe we haven't talked about before. And that'll be eye-opening in a sense, but also have fun discussing and growing together on a weekly basis. Because like I said, life is about learning. And if we're not learning, we're not growing. And if we're not growing, we're not becoming the people that we were meant to be. Like if you're stagnant, you're going to be an ugly puddle. But rivers are powerful and rivers are constantly flowing. And that's something that I take to heart with constantly growing and with all our information that's out there with the internet and podcasts and YouTube and all these resources, this is the perfect opportunity to be able to use that knowledge to be able to share and hopefully give you a shortcut along the way. Well, wow. I'm kind of flattered by all that. Uh, man, I don't think I can ever live up to that. Uh, Ella, you but know you that. already have. So th- <laughs> this is us reflecting, you know, not us trying to push forward. You've already lived there, been there, done that. And so it's been amazing to see your growth and transformation along the way, although you may not have even seen it. A lot of times we don't. Elle did a fabulous job summarizing my life, including my successes, missteps, and failures. The next episode is a fascinating glimpse into what Elle is all about. And trust me, it's a wild ride. Be sure to subscribe to the Power Adulting Podcast so you get that show first thing Thursday morning. Until next week, better your best you, everyone. Wait, many of you are in the 20 to 30 year old age range or you know someone who is just starting out and finds that it's freaking hard transitioning into the real world. I mean, many of our clients come to us with questions like, how do I find the structure I used to have in school? How do other people figure all this adulting stuff out? When will the pain of all these problems go away? Is there a simple way to set up my finances? What things should I prioritize for a better future? Whoa! life is tough. Well, let me tell you, you are not alone. Elle and I have worked with hundreds of people in the same boat, and we've solved the problem with a coaching formula that feels like Superman to the rescue. Here's the scoop. You missed enrollment for our recent eight-week online journey that takes 20 to 30-year-old changemakers from stuck in the muck to purpose-driven confidence, even if you have no time and life feels way out of control right now. Yes, this opportunity is gone, but you can get ready for the next session and reserve a seat because these spots are limited. Go to poweradulting.com slash coaching to learn more and text us from that info page and we'll text you right back to answer all your questions. Again, check us out at poweradulting.com slash coaching. See you there.
Elle and I are thrilled you joined us on the Power Adulting Podcast. We love helping you and always want to improve. Feedback is essential for us to produce the absolute best show possible, especially in these early days. Could you help us out by doing a quick rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you use? Take a quick pic of your review and send it to us at Power Adulting on Facebook or on Instagram. If you prefer email, the address is contact at poweradulting.com. Either way, Al and I would be immensely grateful and we'll list you on our website in the Founding Listener Hall of Fame. Thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you next week on the Power Adulting Podcast.